fact or fiction, truth or fairy tale, we all have a story to tell. Welcome to the Storyteller Station, dedicated to sharing stories for all who love to hear them and talking about the craft of creating stories for those who love to write them. I'm Sarah Fenlon Falk, author of two nonfiction works and the upcoming Sage Cheval series. Welcome back to Storyteller Station. I'm so glad you're here. And I hope that whenever and wherever you're listening to this, that it is a beautiful day in your neighborhood. It is a beautiful day in my neighborhood, and I just love the sunshine and can't wait to get out in it today. It's an early Monday morning as I record this. Usually I record on Fridays, but this week has been so busy with with family stuff and school stuff, and any parent knows that the end of the school year, any teacher knows the end of the school year is a bit um, crazy, shall we say. So um, hopefully things will be smoothing out, although summer seems to fly by as well, where you just, you're trying to cram in all the fun things while the weather's nice and <laughs> the days pass quite quickly. So but we'll we'll get back on a routine here pretty soon. So I have some news. I have celebrated some big milestones in yesterday, actually. June 2nd is a big day for me. So I celebrated 27 years. Some of you didn't even know I was that old. 27 years bone cancer free yesterday. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. It is a lot to celebrate. And the next thing I celebrated on June 2nd was my 13th wedding anniversary. Oh, I know you guys. 13 years. <laughs> and I'm so happy. And, you know, marriage isn't just about happiness. It's about, you know, compromise and hard work and struggles and busy life. But at the end of the day, always coming home to each other and always being honest and always choosing to see the good and, you know, thinking of your children and your spouse above yourself, not at your own expense, because self-care is important and self-respect and boundaries. But if you're selfish to a fault, then that will definitely impact your parenting and impact your marriage. And this is not a podcast episode about me and my marriage, and me preaching about marriage. So <laughs> enough said on that topic. I also wanted to share, I am actually 20 days away from three years breast cancer free. So June is really an amazing month for me. And I'm just so excited to be alive, just so thankful and grateful to be alive and to be healthy and to be able to just share time and and love with those around me and to share hopefully inspiration with you 
So without further ado, today I would like to share a little bit with you from the book, Finding Myself Facing Cancer. That was my first book that I published last February. And that little lady is going to be going through some revamping and recovering and getting a facelift and some sprucing up. So by the time she's done, you might not even recognize her. It'll be the same, the same message, but I'm going to switch it up just a little bit and um, try to perk her up and get her back out there to hopefully encourage people who are going through cancer or who are caring for someone who has cancer. So be looking for that. I'll, I'll continue to update you as, as things move along. But for today, I'd like to share a little bit, something I wrote in August of 2015, and I was feeling extremely exhausted. I had been unable to eat for quite a while, and so that's where you'll find me in this, this little passage. Here we go. August 17th, 2015, the number of my days. I've been feeling so exhausted lately. I'm almost certain it's from sheer mental and emotional overload. The recent days have been filled with doctor's appointments, trying to arrange and rearrange schedules for more appointments, and an upcoming surgery, all while planning to send my oldest baby off to kindergarten. The last two events are ones I am not in the least prepared for. How could I be? I read something about how surprised by time we, and we being everyone, tend to be. We remark about how fast summer has gone, how quickly babies and children grow, and how holidays seem to run together these days. But what is more natural than the passing of time? Yet, I'm one of the first to make any one of the aforementioned remarks and to truly be amazed by it. When I consider these things, I become almost frantic and sad. I can never have yesterday back. Bobby will never be a preschooler again. The phases my children have passed through are gone forever now, and that makes me sad. Forgive me for being graphic, but when I consider the permanence of cutting off a body part or two as a step in my cancer treatment and prevention, it makes me sad. I've actually envisioned waking up from surgery crying, realizing that what was done can never be undone. So perhaps part of this exhaustion I'm feeling is a byproduct of the grieving process. Grief is a natural and arduous journey through various emotions, all in relation to the loss of something or someone. That's my definition. Our society tends to take what is known as ambiguous loss for granted. Ambiguous loss is those losses that are not directly apparent. For instance, it's obvious one would grieve the death of a loved one or pet, but not always obvious to grieve an unfulfilled dream or the sale of a childhood home. In my case, I'm grieving a number of things. <laughs> 
the loss of health for starters, but also the disruption of my family life and what will be lost after a bilateral mastectomy, just to name a few. To balance out the sadness, not to dismiss it or minimize it, I have made it a point to look at the flip side of the coin. This deep sadness has led me to deeper relationships. Grief has taught me greater empathy. Frustration has led me to seek peace and solitude. And disruption has stirred up creativity. I bless God for the fact that my family is healthy. I'm so thankful for an abounding support system. There is beauty in the midst of pain and emotional exhaustion. When I become anxious about the fleeting passage of time, I realize that it is wise for me to learn to be more mindful and present of and in each moment. As I've been reflecting on these lessons, I find these words coming to my mind. Teach me to number my days. To me, this is a measured approach to mortality, a reminder that every moment is rich. Instead of whipping myself into a frenzy so as not to waste a day, I'm savoring each moment. I'm not rushing into tomorrow. I'm not bemoaning the passage of another day. I simply am. I know that I will not be forever, but right now, I am. Psalm 39, 4-7 says, Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered, how fleeting my life is. You have made my life no longer than the width of my hand. My entire lifetime is just a moment to you. At best, each of us is but a breath. We are merely moving shadows, and all our busy rushing ends in nothing. We heap up wealth, not knowing who will spend it. And so, Lord, where do I put my hope? My hope, my only hope, is in you. So after another day of mental and emotional exhaustion, I've decided to rest here, understanding and being content with the fact that my life is but a breath. I don't need to rush around, gaining nothing and missing precious moments. I put my hope in God and find peace in the moment. Well, that's the reading for today, my friends, and that's the show for today. If this episode sparked something in you, please tell me about it. You can leave a message for me wherever you're listening to podcasts, or you can contact me in any or all of the other ways on my website, sarahfenlandfalk.com, or on my Facebook author page, Sarah Fenlandfalk. Please feel free to join Storyteller Nation Facebook group and if you think that a friend or family member would benefit from hearing this message, hearing this story today, please share this episode. And if you think that I'm creating something great here, please consider going over to iTunes and giving an honest rating of this podcast. I always welcome honest reviews of my books on Amazon as well. That's all I have for you today. I'm so glad that you came. Thanks for stopping by. And until next time, friends... Find peace in the moment, and as always, 
create something great.